This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Hello, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for downloading it. We'll send you a pound in the post. Uh, Asterix, uh, right at the bottom of the page, we won't. Uh, Coming up this... That, my friends, is the sound of a peacock. This... That, my friends, is the sound of a peacock. And this... That, my friends, is the sound of a peacock. But before all of that is a little bit of this... That, my friends, is the sound of a peacock. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I said Asterix, but that's a cartoon character. It's Asterisk. Mm -hmm. I'm glad you saw the error of your ways. I'm going to start the podcast with my favourite call of the week. This week we heard that thousands of parents are receiving letters warning them to agree amicable child maintenance arrangements or face being charged. Stay with it because it's good. Not necessarily the system's good, I'm saying the call is good, it's worth it. The government is replacing the Child Support Agency with a new child maintenance service. I know it sounds dry, but trust me, from this summer, if you need to chase an ex-partner who won't pay up, you'll both need to pay a percentage of the outstanding amount as a fee to the CMS. Oh, whoa, the first time you've listened to it and you've switched off already, it's a shame because you've missed Darren calling in. I was in a previous relationship with a woman, Um, we we had our children... Uh, things broke down between us. Uh, I went my way, she went hers. Um, I was obviously paying certain amount of monies to her. But because of the anger and everything between us, um, she'd sometimes use the CSA in her own means of ways of getting to me. And what I mean by that is, um, in some instances, I mean, you probably, we're probably going to turn around and say, well, you're quite naive, Aaron, if you, if you decided to do it this way. But... In some instances, I would have paid her her payment in cash, which she would have asked me to do uh, because she would have refused to have given me her bank details. Um, so I would have done what I was, I was asked to do. Um, then I'd be getting letters from the CSA uh, a few months later stating that the such and such person hasn't received any funds from you. I'd then ring back and state, I have paid my certain funds to the um, to the party or the person, um, and she's basically gone on, gone on to state that I've paid not paid her a penny, which means I then not have a leg to stand on. Well, you should have uh, written a check, Darren. Well, you should have written, written, you, you should have written a check. Written, you started writing a check. I mean, how many people write checks these days, really? Well, you, have, you, have you got a checkbook? We, we live in. Well, I haven't. We well, then you ask Darren. Darren, no, no, no. I, I write. I've got. I've got two checkbooks. I can never find them, but I've got them. If you, you, you when you're giving money to someone, and if you mm. know that someone can be malicious, then you need evidence you've given them. And if you can't do a bank transfer, you phone up your bank. You say, "Hello, I'm Darren in Bedford. Could I have a checkbook, please?" They'll send you one out for free, and then you write mm. her a check. That's all you got to do. Send, send a check in the post. You haven't even got to see her then. What sort of, how, do I, how do I know the children are going to be getting their money? Well, that, that, that's, that's not down to you. That, you have how's to trust... How is that, how's that not down to me? Why would, why would the mother... Paying... Why would the mother... Why would the mother not be giving them, the, spending the money on her children? How do you know she's going to spend it on her children anyway if you give her 200 that's quid a, in cash? That's a good point, Ray. But... Well, exactly. At, at, the same, at the same time, if you're giving someone money, 
you're just giving them money, aren't you? You're expecting that person to do well by your children. How do you know that, though? She might go off and spend it on handbags. Because of the individual that I'm... Well, in another sense, what she does with the money is her choice. Well, hang on a second. I just just said that and you poo-pooed it and now you're throwing that argument back at me. You can't have it both ways, Darren. Look, the point is, the point is this. The point I'm trying to raise is this, yeah? Like, I'm paying 20% in tax and national insurance to the government, Yeah. yeah? I then ring up the CSA. The CSA turn around to me and say, right, we're going to take on this case for you. You have to pay this. So you have to pay this amount. So you have to pay 20% of the amount that you earn after tax and insurance. Yeah. In some instances, it's not affordable. Here we go. This is what I knew we were getting at. The CSA asked... The CSA... Did the CSA ask you to contribute more money than you were contributing? No, the CSA have asked me to contribute... More money than I'm able to contribute. So they, the, the CSA, at the more CSA, money that I'm actually earning. Without going into figures, because I'm sure you wouldn't mm. want to. But the CSA, oh, to. okay. How much were you giving in cash to your 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 ex partner? Two hundred and forty pound a month. Okay, for how many kids? For three children. Aye. And how much did the CSA want you to give a month? Four hundred and sixty pound a month. Right, and you think that's too much? I don't think it's too much if I've actually earned the money to give it. Well, how no. much? How much were you earning? After everything was paid and everything was left, I was probably put it this way: I weren't able to. I'm not able to live. If I'm no, if no, I'm, no, 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 no. How much were you earning each month after tax? It's never the same amount of money. Okay, so but it was it was more than the four hundred quid. No, not all the time. It wasn't no. Okay, but sometimes it was more than the four hundred quid. Sometimes it wasn't, but it worked probably, out probably about probably twice, probably twice in the month of the year. I probably would have earned a little bit more. Okay, do you think that two hundred odd quid a month for three quid uh, three kids? Do you think that's enough? Um, no, I don't think it's enough. Then why were you paying uh, so but, little? But, but please, please, please allow me to finish. No, I don't think it's enough. But I also believe that if you're not earning that amount of money that they're trying to take off of you, then how are you supposed to pay what you haven't got? You're supposed to find it and support your kids, Darren. <laughs> You're supposed to support your kids. He's really 200 quid a month for three kids. That's not good enough, is it? Well... It seems to me, the issue, there seems to be the issue you've got, and I suspected this when you phoned up was, not that, that, that they, they said, oh, you haven't paid money when you had, but that they yeah. wanted you to pay more money than you, than, than you had agreed with your ex-partner, and you balked at that. And with the greatest of respect, which means I'm probably going to be slightly disrespectful, don't sound like you were paying enough, Darren. For three kids, it sounds like you got off lightly if you're, you're well, only paying 200 I, I, quid. I don't believe I am, but I believe that's the case. Well, you try looking after three kids. You try looking after three kids on 200 quid. If I'm in a relationship yeah. with another person and we also have a family, yeah. I have an obligation to, to look after that family also. But you also have an obligation. That doesn't diminish your responsibility for the first set of children. No, it doesn't. But it also doesn't mean that you, you rob from one family to, no. give, to give to no, another. It, it doesn't. So how much money did you have for your, your, your second family each month? How much money do I have? Or Yeah, how much money? So you, how much money does your second family get each month? What, from who? From you, Darren, from you. Why do they, they get what I'm able to give them? Because I live with them. Right, and how many kids have you got there? 
but three children. Oh, flipping it, Danny. So you've got six kids. Yeah. And you're begrudging the fact that you've got to pay a little bit more than 200 quid a month to your first set of kids. To, there'll be some I'm people... Not actually, you're not actually begrudging anything. Well, it sounds I'm, like you I'm, are begrudging it. You're complaining, you're complaining I'm, about it. I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm trying to raise a point that you can't be made... To be responsible for your children. No, no, no one's no. asking you to make one family suffer. No. People are asking you to step up to your responsibilities in as which, a father. In which I am doing. In which I am doing. Begrudgingly. But, but, but how am I supposed to give them something if it's not there to give them? When you bring a CSA and you say to the CSA, I haven't got this amount of money that you're asking me to give you because I never know what I'm going to be earning each month. Their response to me is, well, I'm sorry. But uh, you're going to have to pay what we say. Why did you have Why it. did you have three more kids, Darren? If you were struggling to pay for the first three, why does the world go around? I mean, no, 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 no. The, the world goes around because of, goes around because of physics. Goes around really, of physics. That really, that really, there's no morals to the situation. No, no. I'm not asking. On. It's not a moral question. I'm just asking. Why did you have three more kids when you were struggling to pay for the first three children? <sighs> Good question, but not really the relevant question. Well, it is relevant, Darren, because well, if you can't... Prov- no, it, it is, is, mate, because if you can't provide for your first three children, it could be argued that I then having another three children... Then arguing that... Then, not, ar- not, then it could be argued that having another three children is irresponsible. That's six kids, Darren, and you cannot walk away from your financial you're and your an spiritual responsibility. For having six children. I'm not saying you're irresponsible, I'm saying you've not thought it out properly. And that, but that there will be very few people listening to this who think you actually have a right to complain. Mm. Man up and pay up. Why don't you do a poll on that? Why don't you do a poll on that to see how many people actually believe that I've got a right or not a right to complain? Are you sure? Because I'm not actually complaining. You are. are. And I'm not actually not paying the children. What I'm saying is that that, that the CSA are obviously trying to say that it's right to take from one family to give to the other and to leave the other family with No, that. they're not. They're saying you've got to face... Well, that's what it seems to be to me. Does, your, does, your new, to does your new partner work? Does she work, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. So she's providing... So they've got two parents providing for the second set of three children. And does your, does your previous partner work? No, she'd never worked days like they work. No, because she's, because she's... How old are the kids? Uh, one of them's seventeen, one of them's fifteen, and the other one's nine. And how long is how long yeah. have you been separated? For quite some time. Okay, she's been looking after three kids, mate. She's been looking after three kids. She's you, you, to say she's not worked a day's work in her life. I think is a little bit patronising. So let's I look at the. I don't believe so. When, well, when you're is. someone, when you're someone who's so what you're, so what you're saying, then it's, it's correct for me to pay the, the government over and over and over again. Then I'm, I've got to pay tax, national insurance. Yeah, the that's the law. That's the law. Yeah, and you've got to pay and, for your other kids. And then yeah, I also have to that's pay morally correct of my earnings. Yeah. after yeah. after that. Yeah. I, what I'm what I'm saying yeah, is that's, why can't that's it be right. equally. You've got to pay for your kids. It be equally split between both families. That's what I'm asking. No, because that's nonsense. Because Darren, the, 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 we've got to end in a second because we've got travel coming up. But okay. you've got you and your partner now. You're both working. You've got three kids, so they are getting the income from two parents. Your previous partner with three kids, who you said hasn't worked a day's work in her life. She's brought up three kids mm. on her own for several years. She isn't working because she's looking after those kids. So you've mm. got to pay for them. Yeah, which I am doing, but well done. No rent's getting paid, a council tax getting paid. Beautiful. We if, live in a great society if, where we protect the vulnerable. Isn't that wonderful? If, well, well, well how's your, how's she that vulnerable? 
Because she's looking after three kids that you don't if, live if, with anymore. If, um, my point is this. If she's getting her rent paid, her council tax paid, she's getting all the benefits under the sun. You're right. You and sh- then she's getting an extra 400 and something pounds on top of that from me. Yeah. But you see, that's a little she's, bit... But Darren, she's not getting that money. Your children are getting that money. Do you see? And I, I find it really incredible that you can complain about giving money to your children. I'm not complaining about giving money to the children because the money the children get the money. Darren, just... thank you. Uh, we've got to end it there. 08459 455 555 is the phone number if you uh, want to give us a call. His ex-partner has never worked a day's work in her life. Oh, yeah, apart from bringing up three children. Hey, up, Dennis. Good morning. Wagwan. Good morning. Wagwan. Good morning. I want to say... Wagwan. Uh, what, what do you want about? Can you say Wagwan? Why? Just say it. Wagwan. 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 Wag- say Wagwan, Ian. Wagwan, Ian. Wagwan, Dennis. Goodbye. Hello. Well, go on. Come back. Yes. Uh, as a fellow father, as you are, oh. children are a pleasure. They weren't last night. Well... They were getting no. right on my... Get no. this, Dennis, right? My, no. Putting my two boys to bed, they're four and two, OK? Yeah. It was hot, so they were naked. Uh, the youngest one had uh, nappy on. Uh, the other one, actually, the eldest had pyjama trousers on, right? Yeah. They're in bed, yeah. and I'm trying to read them a story. Yes. And I look down, and I see... The, eld- the eldest one... This, this is the words that left my mouth, OK, last night. Yes. Stop licking your brother, it's weird. <laughs> the eldest one was licking the younger one. He was licking him. It was assault. I said, stop... They're not dogs. I said, stop licking your brother, it's weird. And he went, oh, I'm sorry, Daddy. Yeah. And then I, I turned away and I was reading the book. Um, I was reading Squash and a Squeeze. It's quite good. But I was looking at my peripheral... I've got really good peripheral vision, OK, Dennis. I can see, I can see a lot. I can see what Kath's doing now. I see that. And I could see at the peripheral, and he was looking at me. What, what cat are you talking about? Cath- Catherine. Oh, I thought you said cat. I was going to say, oh, sorry, carry on. No. So I could see at my peripheral, and the eldest, he was looking at me, and he was leaning towards his younger brother, and when he thought I wasn't looking, he was licking his shoulder again. <sighs> He's learning what's going to happen later on well, in life. Well, he learned what happened. I gave, I gave him a smack around the ear. I shouldn't do. What? No, no, he's in training for when he gets a young lady. Oh, dear. He's licking her shoulders. Well, that's one of the places. Steady, 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 Dennis. That's one of the places. Anyway. Yes. About the rights of people having children. They've got a right to try. That's all. As soon as they've got a child, then the rights change. It's the child who has a right to be loved. And that's all I can say about it. What about, what about yes. if um, they can't have babies the natural way? And I think we all know what we're talking about here, Dennis. Yes. Um, should they go and have IVF on the NHS? Perhaps once. Costs about six, seven grand a pop, I think. Perhaps once. Yeah. But, it the, really... but the chances, you, you need to do it two or three times to, to really up your chances. Yeah, but your you see, up. in the natural way, quite often, you, you, get, you make a result when you don't want one. Yeah. You know, when you're not married, and that's a problem. When you're married, you try and try and nothing happens. Uh, but I've got a, a tweet here from uh, Scott who says, you and Boyle are basically just saying only financially secure people should have a child, i.e. middle-class people, sickening, social engineering, you're practically Nazis. I don't know. If you can't afford to have a kid, you shouldn't have kids. Well, look, when we were married, we weren't weren't university students or anything like that. What are you talking about? We've never been married. You're losing the plot, mate. No, no, no. You're married to win. I know, I said... I'm married to Fandango. That's right, but what I'm saying is... When we started to have children, we just had We children. didn't have children, Dennis. We've never had children, for goodness sakes. Which one of us would be the lady? 
No, we had children. We didn't, Dennis! I <laughs> don't, honestly, I've never even met you! It's a vicious lie! Are you I'm the not, lady or am I the lady? Uh, Dennis, I'm afraid we're going to have to end it there, mate. You're rambling this morning. Someone, does someone want to take Ken's line? Guys? Mm? Guys? Beulah? Oh, okay. That's my, by the way, that's my favourite new joke of the moment. Have you noticed it's a new you joke? It, none of us laugh. Well, you will do. Okay. You will do. Do you get it? Is it from Beulah's Day Off? Whatever it's name <laughs> Have you seen Beulah's Day Off? No. Okay, it's from Bueller's Day Off. I can lend it to you. I've got it on DVD. It's a great movie. What, explain the joke. He's not at school. He's bonking off. And the the teacher is going. Oh, so he's calling him, he's but he's register. not there. Doing registration. Bueller. That is, that is a little bit. Bueller. Funny. Bueller. It's so really I'm... funny because it's Matthew Broderick, and even then he looked like someone's dad. Have you seen the uh, little sequel that they made? No. Why did they do that? It was a temp. It was an advert for Volvo. I think. All oh, right. Does he go to school this day? Remember when I kept... You can ignore me. You don't have to answer every question I Remember ask. when I kept Ken on the line for half an hour? I've let myself down today. Right. I'm, How today? I really, really, really need a wee. Oh. I've totally mistimed the whole kit and caboodle today. I'm in, I'm in uh, a little bit of discomfort. Okay, oversharing. One, two, talk to Ken. He'll give you a poem and he might give you time. Ken! Hello, Colin. Uh, Ian. What did you call me? I nearly called you Colin, but... Who's Colin? My mate. What, are you calling us from Mars again? Yes. Turn your radio off. It's off. Look, turn your... Put it on, take it off speakerphone. I have now. Ah, thank you very much indeed. Why did you... Who's Colin? He's a friend of mine who's just... they come around for the weekend and now they've just gone back. OK, but why did you call me Colin? Because your name's Ian. Fair point. What you got for us? The other day when you were discussing lollipop ladies. Yes. Right. And so I wrote a little poem for Oh, blimey. I hate poems. All, all these little poems for the lollipop ladies in Luton. I, I hate poems on the radio. Oh, well, right then. Well, I'll tell you. Is it, is it going to be a Weasworth? No. Oh. Uh, well, you can go for a wee. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stick around. Oh, all right. Here we go. Yes, sir. In the road, they boldly stand. Can I just say, I don't want anybody else phoning in with poems. We're only doing this because we ain't got much else. All right. You finished? Yeah. All right. Let me get this poem out. OK. We'll get that out of the way. Yeah. All right. In the road... They... Let's go to Peter. Peter, what have you got for us? <laughs> Good morning. I, I, hate, I hate poems on the radio, Peter. Peace be with you, brother. No. Yes, they, they, they don't do a lot, do they? No, they don't. They don't. They don't. Uh, Go on, keep, them you... in the, keep them in the head and keep them to yourself. Uh, now, the book uh, that uh, um, you've mislaid is uh, How to Improve Your Memory. Aye! Did you? By, by who? <laughs> I'm not sure who by, but... Uh, by Willie Burns. No, <laughs> hang on, that's the wrong book. How do now, they, were, they were big, those jokes, weren't they? Books about something written by people with funny names. Disaster on the Cliff by um, Eileen Dover. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. Like that, there yeah. we go. That was what was taken for entertainment in the 70s. Yes, it was indeed. Ken, you still there? Yes. No. What? Hey. What? How can he tell you about a book about your memory when he can't even remember what it was? It was a joke. I know it was. Was that a joke? No. Apologies. What have you called in about? I forget now. Lollipop ladies. Oh, yeah, go on, we got. 
in the road, Dave boldly stands. Let's go to Dave in Sundon Park. Morning, Dave. Morning. Dave, what have you got for us? Well, you asked about uh, the wind turbine towers. Oh, yeah, beautiful, majestic, wonderful inventions. Very much so. Um, you asked about the, uh, how to get up to the top. Oh, yeah, is there Because I drove past these massive ones on the M1, and they've got little stairs that go up to a door, and I wondered if, if there was, a, like, a, a spiral staircase inside. No, nothing as uh, dramatic or uh, romantic as that. It's just a ladder. Oh. A, a long ladder. Oh, but, it's sti- it's, but it still goes up to the top, does it? Yes. Is there a little door at the top, or, like, a, a little hatch? Um, on some of them there oh, are. Baby, baby, baby. How, Dave, how do you know this? Um, my very first job, I worked um, for a company that made the towers. Yeah. Oh, man. man. And do you get... Because I genuinely... This isn't me being obtuse or argumentative or controversial. I genuinely think they are majestic, wonderful things. And they look beautiful as I drive up the motorway. I agree. Um, they are beautiful. Um, they look modern. They it's do. A, it's a striking they image. Look, they look modern, but they're also they look old. In as much as we've had windmills in this this country for hundreds of years, and it's just a, a kind of updated version of those, isn't it? It is. It is. It's fantastic. Dave, listen. Uh, thank you very much. I want to climb up that ladder. Who wants to come up the ladder inside a wind turbine with me? No thanks. You, you want to do it, Kels? Yeah, I'll do it. We can do it the same weekend we go potholing. I was going to say that. Yeah. Scoins hasn't sorted that out yet, which makes me think he's a bottler. Mm. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's the sound of him What's being scared. Oh. Ken's in Luton. Morning, Ken. Morning, Ian. Ken, what you got for me, boss? I forgot. Oh. See, you're getting me back for the other day, ain't you? Not getting you back for anything. Oh. You, got, you got a poem about traffic, lady. Uh, the lollipop men. Yeah, because... No, ladies. Well, go on. Oh, yeah, men do it as well. Oh? Yeah. Do you want to, what, are you going to do the poem or what? If you shut up, I will, yeah. Right. In the road, they boldly... Travel news for Ken. What? You've called in with a poem about um, lollipop ladies. Is that right? Yes. Okay. We'll, we'll do it in a minute if that's okay. Because I, I, we had a really interesting call from Julianne earlier on. Oh, all right then. Yeah, I, I, I just thought I'd, I'd, I'd play that. Yeah, go on then. Okay, because it's quite. She's looking for someone. It's quite important. So, uh, Julianne called in earlier. I am searching for an old friend of mine. <laughs> Okay, Ken, I, I, I'm detecting, I'm detecting a tone. Uh, I think it's time for you to give us your poem, Ken. And uh, this is because we were talking about lollipop men last week. Yes. And so you have very kindly written a poem for us. Yes. Uh, and so you, you, you'd like to deliver it. I've been teasing you all morning. Oh, you have. I've been teasing you all morning. The teasing will continue no more. Right. Ken. Here we go. Here we go. This is... What's your poem called? 25th and last time... It's Lollipop Ladies. It's called Lollipop Ladies. It's about lollipop men. You were inspired to write this because of a show... Oh, it was abuse, wasn't it? Abuse that lollipop men and women were getting. Yes. And uh, so you've written this, and we know you're a little bit of a poet. So, Ken. Right. It's with great pleasure. I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to hand over the airwaves to you. Ladies and gentlemen, Ken in Luton with his fantastic poem about lollipop ladies. Ken, it's over to you. In the road they boldly stand with their lollipop. Travel news for BBC Three Counties Radio. Nicola, thank you very much indeed. Ken, 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 Ken. 
Oh, he's gone. Well, how rude is that? I was going to let him do his poem. Ken, give us a call first thing tomorrow. We'll, we will definitely get it in. I just do. Oh, JBS is up next, and I know he. Speak to us tomorrow. We never did get his poem. Or did we? We didn't. 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 Well, I don't know. It's only Thursday, and we might get it tomorrow. But we won't. Alice Glossop, off of travel, joined us for one day this week. It was really exciting to see her. She was a nice girl, and we liked her. She didn't make as much coffee as we expected her to make. That was disappointing. When she left, we were sad, and we cried a tear and done a picture for her. (laughs) It was a picture of a cup of coffee. (laughs) And underneath it said... Why you not make these? Speak. Why? Your job. No, my job is to keep an eye on you three. Oh, you're our supervisor. Yeah, well, in many ways. Uh, in many ways, I am the um, keeper of the listener's licence fee. OK. And I'm making sure it's being spent properly. And right now, you three, yeah, boil bets and gossip. What are you writing down? Which one are you? Bets. <laughs> Bets. Which one are you? Is Fisher? Chicken me. <laughs> chicken. <laughs> chicken me. Yeah. <laughs> and Dissin. <laughs> me. And who are you gonna send that to? It's Ian's diary. <laughs> I will, I'm making notes which yeah. I will type up. Yep. And I will send to um, I'll send it to the boss here. Mm-hmm. Fat a lot of good that'll do. Uh, and then I'll send it to Tony Hall, the boss of the BBC, the man whose PA emailed me last week. What did she email? Right, me just stop it. What did she? Email? Just stop it. What? She emailed me too. Still cheeky me. Right, which one are you? You're Boyle. Boyle is Boyle's. Well, going I'm going to do it too. On one. Right, I'm doing it. Ian. Can I just say what a shining example Glossop is setting to all of you? I've been approached to write an article about how uh, what an art it is to produce someone right. this difficult. Boyle is... <laughs> right, that's two. Boyle is showing off <laughs> to her mates. Anyone, any more, anyone? Ian's shirt is undone too low. Kelly is being a massive... Fencing. Where are those emails he sent me earlier? Me. Right, right, right. Who's the girl doing the travel? I can't remember her name. Nicola Richards. Okay, Nicola. Nicola. Right, Nicola. Hello. Right, Nicola is being disrespectful. We <laughs> <laughs> travel already. Oh no, day yeah. two. Right now she's now she's continuing and not <laughs> apologising. Right, that's fine. That's all four of you. All four of you are going down. <laughs> oh no, no, I played the wrong thing. Well done. Ian can't use the studio. Kelly stitched me up like a kipper. <laughs> you are in serious trouble. Travel news. I've got the sun today. Former Squaddy's top tips. SAS guide to surviving the urban jungle. Oh, uh, yeah, I know these. A car hurtles towards you on the street. Would you know what to do? Or what if you woke up in bed to find an intruder? You might go blank, but ex-SAS survival expert Big Phil Campion... He is a big fella, knows exactly what to do. His new book, Big Phil Campion's Real World SAS Survival Guide, gives top tips. Right, so the car's coming towards you. What do you do? What do you do? Do you get out of the way? No, you roll across the bonnet. Whoa! That's what the SAS would do. Wow, you're right! There, there, it says here, surviving a hit and run. If a car comes straight to, at you, jump on the bonnet. Yes! Jump on the bonnet! <laughs> roll into the windscreen and protect your head. Yeah. Well, I would, I would move... 
I mean, yeah, of course you would. What I do is I a do civilian. This, but I do this, right? So you're coming towards me. Yeah. Fain to the left, so you turn that way to kill me, and then I run this way. Oh, right, like like a crab. Yeah, yeah. And with the um, intruder, what do you do? It comes in your house. They don't give you that one. That one you've got to buy you, the book for. What I would do is snuggle down under the covers, what? pretend I was just um, a heap of clothes. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're under, if your body's completely covered by, by the duvet, you're safe, aren't you, from all yeah. monsters? Yeah, and vampires. Dealing with an aggressive dog, keep your fists clenched... Use an object as a barrier between you and the dog. Oh, you don't say. This guy's got a wheelie bin. He's got a wheelie... That's not a dog, that's a wolf. Yeah, come he's in. going for him. Right, grab... Come, come and grab my hair. I've been taught an SIS technique, by the way. Grab, I don't think I could do it in this dress. Grab my hair. Right, grab, really grab it. Right. What, what's that hand doing? About to punch you in the don't face. punch me in the face. You've just grabbed my hair. All it is is a hair grab. It's not a hair grab leading to a potential face uh, punch. So, hang on. Rotate your head under their arm. Oh, no, you're going to break my arm. Move quickly to grab the crook of the arm with both hands. Pull down firmly. Oh, Oh, that was effective. Yeah? I know a different one, and this is one I was taught by an SAS man himself. Oh, yeah. If someone comes at you from behind... Hello. (laughs) Then then your luck's in. What you do... No? What you do is this. You buckle forwards. You don't try and fight backwards. That's what what he expects you to do. Yeah, you buckle forwards. Buckle forwards, take the knees out. You buckle forwards, come here. I can't do it. No, I can't do it no. this dress. Oh, you can't. Buckle forwards, grab his ne- knees yeah. through your knees. Yeah. Wham! OK, here's how you thwart a burglar. Snap his neck. OK, gosh. Oh, dear. All the tips involved snapping people's necks. Here's how you thwart a burglar. Have a pebble or gravel driveway. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it about leaving the radio on? <laughs> In, or install CCTV. Mm. Coping with a mugger. Always carry a mugger's wallet with limited cash inside you can hand over instead of your real one. If you think you're in danger, <laughs> scream fire. So always bring extra money for the mugger. That's like giving them your dinner give, money, isn't give it? Giving them a tip is a tenner. <laughs> uh, encountering a gang. Walk confidently and avoid looking like a victim. Keep your head high and your shoulders back and take measured, purposeful strides. If things get noisy, alert people. Kick cars to set off alarms. Yeah, because people come running out of those, don't they? Listen to this self-defence tip, right? Use any self-defence skills you have. Well, that's not a tip. Poke in the eye, twist of the... And then a Chinese burn. Chinese burn. Chinese burns are quite pleasurable. Give me one. What? Give me, give, give me your best. Mm. Ah. Go on, go on. No, I can't, I can't. Let me give you one. No. Why? I don't like them. You don't know? When was the last time you had one? Uh. Oh, I don't, I don't like it. Why don't, why don't you like it? You ready? Ow! Oh. It's nice, isn't it? It wakes you it's up. It's when it stops. Yeah. Those Chinese are vicious, aren't they? Shame they can't whisper. <laughs> Have you got anything? Yes, an old cat. <laughs> oh, man, alive! Chasing mice is a distant memory and his f- and her fur isn't as fluffy as it used to be. Yeah. How old's your cat? God, that's really affected you. Look, you're rubbing your arm. Well, wait, I, I bruise like a peach. You're oh. going to have some explaining to do. Hey, hey. Um, how old's your cat? Uh, she's 15. She is tiny, tiny, Whoa. tiny, tiny spring chicken yeah. in the cat world compared to Poppy, who is 24. What? And how did she achieve that great age while looking so great? <laughs> she looks like a stuffed cat. She looks like the worst, worst stuffed cat I've ever she, seen. All she eats is KFC. Oh, ri- what? Yeah. You can't give a cat KFC. No, I very naughty. I gave Velvet some chicken last night. Did you? What did she say? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Ian, I love you. Hey, we should stop... Um, sp- what's wrong? 
Just a little bit of... Is it smarting? Yeah. You did it to me first. It's um... yeah, but mine isn't showing. God, look what's happening to your arm. I know. I told you. Wow. Anyway, at least I've got some Ev. Stop wasting cash on cancer. What? Who would say that? Me. Why? No, I'm I'm, I'm reading it. Oh. Sorry. It says Chris Packham, <gasps> presenters plea to fund wildlife instead. Tell he's, he's always coming out. Well, sometimes he comes out and speaks sense. The whole thing about the pandas, I agree with. We don't need them. Let's get rid of them. Telly Spr- but this is, is interesting. Telly Spring Watch host Chris Packham is one thought of it like that. All right, there's no need for that. I'm just getting a personal bit... about it. No, it's the theatre of the mind. I'm just painting a picture, a verbal picture, thoughts like that. Spike, spiky hair. It's spiky like hair. It's like that. Telly Spring Watch host Chris Packham has. Sh- You're right. Yeah. Has uh, shocked cancer patients by declaring research cash should be diverted to wildlife instead. Oh, dear. The BBC naturalist says in the latest Radio Times, we'll need to stop chasing cures for cancer and things like that. Cancer and things like that. And start realising the health of the planet goes beyond the health of human beings. Oh, nice try, Chris. Chris Packham! Do you want to do one more and then we'll play a song? Uh. Should we just play a song? Uh, Yeah. One, two, three, four. Oh, wait for five double five. I've got the number. Five double five. Right. The further away we get from me, and let me paint a visual picture closest to me, uh, is... uh, Me. Yeah. Then next is... Me. And then furthest away is... Me. Yeah, those two are rubbish. (laughs) Let's be honest. Fair enough. I'm ready to break out on my own. I think I can go solo. All right, Jerry Spice. Your lungs are older than ours. What? Your lungs are older than ours. What does that mean? You can get deeper. Or higher. <laughs> but Catherine, I've got... A, We're I've just got, trained vocalists. I've got a beef with, beef with you. Oh, really? Why? Because you're freestyling, mate. You're not doing the tune. The, I've written the I'm tune. I'm tired of towing the line, man. I want to spread, spread my wings. Tow that line. Tell us the tune and we'll, we'll dance to it. Oh, wait. I'm going to go faster now. Okay. Oh, wait. Four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Okay. <laughs> That's the tune. All right. Ready? Yep. Three, four. Oh, oh wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. Yes! It's lovely. We got it. Why is no one calling, though? I think that was a scary chord. <laughs> it, was the, um, <laughs> it was the lost chord. Yeah, it was. Do a more inviting one? No. Like, oh, wait, four, five, nine. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> four, double, five, five, double, five. <sighs> No, that didn't work either. I'm trying to put on a really good show for Glossop and you two are ruining it for me. Oh, sorry. She's going to go and work on all the other shows. She'll be on JBS, she'll be on Nick, she'll be on Roberto and she'll come away thinking they're the best shows. Well, she'll She'll be right. Well, yes, (laughs) technically, yes, she will be right, of course. But uh, ethically and morally, I don't think so. No, she'll still be right. Okay. The... The front page of the newspapers, there's a man wearing a flowery jacket, he's got earrings and he's at a flower show. Is it Nick Coffer? No, it's not Nick Coffer. Um, this gentleman's suit is bad, though. An exhibitor examines a stand of chrysanthemums at the Chelsea Flower Show in London yesterday. <laughs> oh, they look all right, but they smell of nothing. <laughs> Why is that news? Full petal jacket. Are oh, you f- <laughs> idiots? That's pretty good. Full petal jacket. The Guardian. The RNIB Garden. At the Chelsea Flower Show reflects... Oh, flippin' heck. The RNIB garden at the Chelsea Flower Show reflects sight loss using textures, sounds, tastes and smells to stimulate the senses. Tastes. It's a big trade fair. It's a great big trade fair. 
Clubs back football chief in sexist emails row. Good. Premier League clubs yesterday defied calls to sanction the organisation's chief executive over sexist emails uh, sent from his computer at work, despite David Cameron indicating his own ministers would not have survived. Good. He shouldn't lose his job for it. Slap wrist. He's been publicly humiliated. Next. Move on. Next. Thanks for the support there, guys. Is he talking to us? I never know. Is he? Cat? No. Oh, good. He never talks to us. Injury Park Terror, cleric, faces life in jail. I love watching GMTV while he does the papers. Just make sure you type so it looks like we're working. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. That's good. Susanna Reid looks lovely today. Blue really suits her. See, that's a fake tan. Possibly, but she could have been out in the sun, she finishes quite early. She's been out every night this week. How did she do it? Do you know that she works the same time as us, so we could hang out with her? Send her an email. Go on. Go for afternoon tea or something. Susanna, is she with an H? Susanna. Read. Oh, here we go, here we go. Hey, Sue. Sixty guests in nice orgy at Gogglebox Mansion. Not the Sony. Not the Sony Awards. Yeah. Absolutely, ridiculous use yeah, of. Uh, are you paying attention to me? Absolutely. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I had something really, really important to say, and um, you've uh, I've, I've lost it. Oh, don't be embarrassing and thank me. What for? For everything I do. What can I? Oh. Well, it wasn't that at all. Oh. What do you think that? Um, no, I had something really important to say. Oh, was no. it that you hid Kath's jacket? <laughs> what did you do? Why did you have to go and tell her that for? Boy, why did you have to tell her that for? It's not in the waste recycling Why would you do this? You so? would be a great cartoon. I, I know. Fortunately, real life, not so hot. <gasps> oh. Where's wow. my jacket? Mom? Wow, we're... You got me we're, angry, where's my jacket? We're judging people on their physical appearance now, are we? No, on their rounded persona. Where um, is my jacket? I don't know. He went out there with it. What's it? By the time he what is your... What a horrible person. Because, and I will tell you for why... Yeah, go on. I always get blamed. Whenever something goes missing, there's an email yeah. sent from someone else's account. Yeah. It's Kelly. Yeah. Kels, when were you last here? Kels, where's okay. my jacket? Right. Kels, where's my phone? So she knows... Well, hang on a second, because mm-hmm. i tell you why. Yeah, yeah let's why. do this on Four. air, right? Yeah. I'll tell you why. Because Four. you accused Justin and myself of stealing your little headphones, and I swore on my family members' lives I hadn't. For, like, two hours, I was saying I haven't done it. Where are you going? Where's she going? She's going to look for a jacket. She won't find it. I've hidden it very, very well. You get, And we all know it was Matt Lockwood that had hidden it. No, it wasn't. It was Ben. No, Who? It, t- it was Ollie. Ollie, he took them by mistake. But now I know that when you swear on your child's life, you mean it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're waiting for Kath to come back, because she is going to be gone a long, long time. She never going to find that jacket! I hid that jacket somewhere special, boy! You're never gonna find it! I guarantee she ain't never gonna find that jacket, good friend. She's never gonna find it. The jacket is hidden in such a top secret place that even I didn't know it existed. She's never gonna find it! Oh, she's found it. (laughs) (laughs) She's got it. She found it. Where was it? Well, it was in my second second best. Where was uh, it, Kath? In a really easy place, really obvious place. Oh. Well done. Hope that. You've got enjoyment out of that. <clears throat> Have you hid his shoes yet? Not you yet. You know he takes them off. Yeah. Remember that time I wore them out of the studio and he didn't notice? <laughs> Kath, have you got any way you could hide this? I have. <laughs> you intro this then, Kath. Go on. Earn your money, girl. This week, 
Ian and I had an argument about cars. A cargument? If you will. Which you wouldn't. I did. Yeah, and that was a problem. I don't remember this. Let's have a Oh, I remember every single word. Women in Berkhamsted and surrounding areas are invited to a special event being held at a local car dealership. What is it? Are we getting money off just because we were born with ovaries? No, No. sadly not. Um, They're going to be increasing our confidence and safety behind the wheel um, by inviting us over there Wednesday, 7 till 9pm, and you can talk to some PCSOs um, with top tips on areas such as preparing for a long journey. (laughs) Oh, really? Driving skills, personal safety, driving on motorways, what to do in the event of a breakdown and lots more. I'm imagining there are a lot of fearful drivers who could do with that. Oh, no, but it's just for women. What's your problem with it? Um, Sounds like quite a I nice idea to be supportive. Anyone who wants a booster, call it a booster, call it and open it up to everybody. There are men out there. Apparently, they're going to be looking at you know um, car maintenance as well. I know men that can't change a tire. I wouldn't want to change a tire or fall off. My husband feels the same way. What? Why are they having a special evening for it? It's not I don't 1942. Understand. No, I don't understand what what your problem is with this. It's just giving patronising. S- Hey, come on. It is, it's patronising. Catherine, it's not patronising. Come on, love. Come come on. Calm down. Come on. There are some people who are not confident about doing long journeys, about... Shouldn't be driving, then. Yeah. Not confident about going on the motorway. Man or woman shouldn't be driving. But they have the skills to do so and they have the desire to do so. What's wrong with... What is wrong with going on courses and improving yourself? Nothing. But it shouldn't be just pointed towards women as if it's a woman-only problem. That's not your beef. It is. No, that's not your beef. No, it isn't your beef. Medium rare. Button it now. It's not your beef because if it was was for men and women, you'd go, oh, it's really practised. No, it wouldn't. It's a booster course. Oh, they shouldn't be doing it, our kids. It's packed. I go to the foot of our stairs and side the pots. Where did I get that list from? Never mind. All I'll say is, just listen, go and tape record yourself and listen back. Your your beef with this is uh, that silly it's silly and old fashioned for for either men or women. No, I think if you call it a booster course and you invite anyone who's a nervous driver, that's one thing. Saying it's a ladies' night makes it sound like it's some a women are problem. scared in the presence of men, powerful men. Really? Look at Kelly. She can't make eye contact with me. Looks like she's giving you evils. She's looking at my nose. What's wrong with my nose? There's something on there. Sorry? Oh. Now she, now she talks. Craig's on this. Morning, Craig. Morning, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Well, can you understand why Catherine's getting so getting her knickers in a twist? <gasps> yeah, of course I can. Absolutely. Well, I'm just trying to find out where is it? Berkhamstead. Berkhamstead. Have yeah. you got the details on it? Yeah, do you want to go? No, I want to book my missus on it. <laughs> Here we go. Why, now, why do you want to put, book her on it? Oh, well, I think she deserves it. Deserves. <laughs> I, I think she, she's earned her place on it. In what way? Oh, I, I, it's, it's really difficult to explain, but um, she's not a very good driver. Uh, it, what, what does she do? Does she know how to prepare for a long journey? No. What shoes would she pack? Oh, it's, it's two different types of shoes um, and some makeup. Well, that's job done then, surely. Is she one of those ladies? And this isn't a myth. This happens. I saw a woman doing it the other day in traffic in the M25. Putting a makeup on. Yeah. I've never seen that. I've seen it loads of times. I've seen it loads of times. How can you see him when you're having a shave? Is she one of those ladies that has a shave when she... uh, That does her makeup when she's driving? (laughs) Yeah, she she does have a shave when she's driving. (laughs) 
Big girl, is she? <laughs> she is, yeah. Craig, thank you very much indeed. That's his wife. That's his. That's the woman he's chosen to spend the rest of his he's, life with. Charlie Big Potatoes on the radio. He's dead meat. <laughs> in real life. I don't see a problem with it. I think it's a nice. It's, it's a community, mate. You're trying to kill community. Let's all go and live in our little boxes. Let's not speak to each other. Let's not interact. Let's not learn from others with more knowledge. Let's let's not help women um, by being men. Can you change a tyre? If I, if I really needed to, I could. Yeah, can you change a tyre, though? I can change a tyre. Go on, then. Because I went to one of those things. Ah! But, but listen, no, 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 Kath has a point. It was worded differently. It wasn't worded, oh, help this ladies, come along. Um, it's not worded as, help this ladies, come along. This, you learnt the very way. skill, the very skill yes. that she is decrying. No, that's you, not mentioned on there. That doesn't it is mentioned that. on there. No, very little. It's mentioned about um, maintenance, car maintenance. Changing a tyre is car maintenance. Yes, no, I could change a tyre. Wait, technicians from Roy Chapman Limited will be giving a practical workshop demonstration about understand your basic beef. car maintenance. Yeah, changing a tyre. I think this is a worthwhile course to go on for all. But it's Why is it going to be ladies' there? night? It's specifically... Flipping it. You're getting me really angry now. What is your problem with it? Don't These get, people... Don't get Roy, shrill. Roy, Cha- Roy Chapman <laughs> is trying to... Roy Chapman is trying to help you lot, OK? And you're just sitting there flicking the Vs at Mr Chapman and his company and his... How much does it cost? It should be free. Let's find Why should it be free? Because women can't afford to pay stuff. <laughs> so Chapman and his boys are going to give you... The one I went Is it free, free, Catherine? Is it free? The one is I it went free? To is free, and they gave us two. It? It's free because it's, it's obviously a marketing free. thing. They want to get you through the door. It's they can see they're not scary. Some people, are, some experts, are offering you free advice. How on earth can you throw that back in Mr. Chapman's face? I feel sorry for Roy. Don't feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for him. He's giving you free. He's giving you and his, the wealth of his and his team's experience. You should be angry. He's not free. giving it to you. I don't care. I'm glad that someone's getting it. And maybe, maybe if it's a success, he'll give it to me. Maybe Roy will give no. it to me, and I will take it from he's Roy not gladly. In you. He's not interested in you. Well, fine. No, he's, he's interested in helping um, the weaker sex. <gasps> Good for him. Do they do courses for men? I've got a course I could send him on. I've got directions for you. Just follow that. There we go. Peter's in Warmer. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. We're having classic bands, but I'm right. I know I mean it. I totally mean no, it. No, 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 I'm no. No, I mean it. Don't care. I mean it. I'm disappointed in you, but I'm not surprised. I am not disappointed in you because I never even raise my hopes when I think of you. <laughs> so I can't be disappointed because my my. Uh, so you think of me then. My sight. You think of me only out of pity. You think of me then. out of pity for your husband. My oh. sights when I, when it comes to you are very very low. They're subterranean. Okay. The subterranean sights. Is you. But there are sights, though. Quantifiable. Yeah, but, but pitiful. Well, you know, you give they me more thought than I give you. They, well, you're giving me thought now. By pretending to type. Peter. Hi. Good morning. What do you want to have a whinge about? I just wanted to talk about... You've come in a job. very awkward time, Peter, to be honest. Big one. You've arrived at a very awkward time. And why is that? Well, I don't know if you heard Kath banging on a feminist nonsense. Well, they've got their own. They've got their own rights. 
I, and I think they've got too many rights. Um, well, you can say that. I'm not... You can think it. I'm not going to be drawn into that. When, when, women got, when women got the vote, Peter, I bet your heart sank, didn't it, on that day when you read it in the papers? No, no, no. There were some very brave women got the vote for Yeah, them. I know, but still, you must have thought, oh, blimey, what are we going to have now? Probably, have a, probably going to have a, a, a woman prime minister in about another 50 years. No, there's a lot more common sense comes out of the ladies, actually. The ladies? What common sense do the ladies have? Uh, quite a bit. Go on, give, give us some, some lady common sense. Well, I'll tell you what, if you try to organise your home as your wife does, yeah. you'll find it extremely difficult, as I have. OK, OK. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. That was a great argument. I don't remember you it. You don't, do you? No. This is just typical. Oh. You say things yeah. and you you go. try Here you try go. to run rings around me and try to humiliate me, but when I win, oh you've forgotten all about it. It meant nothing. I tried to run rings around you this week and I had to take a break halfway round. Bula? If you think you can just Call me on oh, no, eight four five nine four double five five double five. Weekdays between six and nine. nine. You're wrong. Well, you're not. You're right. <laughs> What's your beef? That's the problem. Stop talking about beef. We have a, we have a certain type of call to our show. <laughs> and unless you sound like this, I'm afraid you're not welcome to call. Right. You constantly refer to yourself, myself. You're referring to John and myself. Now it's John and me. This nonsense about using the incorrect version of yourself, myself, ourselves. That Chief Constable referred to ourselves, which he should have said us, and it's spread like wildfire. It's state agent speak. It should be stamped out. What on earth are you talking about, you strange man? I'll give you, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an I example, went fishing on Tuesday and caught myself a fish. Correct. You're through on the phone to Richard and me, not myself, yourself, ourselves. And that has spread through the English language like absolute wildfire. You ask Ken, he'll know. How many fish did you catch? More than, more than enough. Do you throw do you, loads, do you throw give me them three loads and I'll do your miracle? Do you throw them back or do you eat them for your supper? I don't go fishing. You just said you went fishing on Tuesday and I you caught yourself a fish. A I was merely giving an illiterate You said you example. caught you said you caught yourself a fish. I was merely giving an illiterate example, my dear boy. I don't want examples, I want fish. Holy very Maria. Let's have his poem, or I'll give you another one of mine. No, here's one. I don't know. was a young right, lady. Richard's gone. Uh, okay, we'll come to your poem in a second. I've got to catch up on the emails and the, the, the text. Bear with me. What on earth? What on earth was going on there? I don't know, but I was sucked into his web of deceit. I was imagining him by the what? side of a river. Why, Why did he do up? that to us? Why would you follow up and say, I caught a fish last Tuesday, and then go, no, I don't go fishing? Gosh. Sometimes when callers call in... Yes. ..they... S- seem like they're perfectly normal, yeah. and then I put them on air and that happens. Can we not put a little... Where I used to work... Um, we probably can't do it at the BBC. Where I used to work, we used to have a little system where if someone was nuts, yeah. we'd have a, a, a red triangle by them and it would say nuts. Can we not do that with Richard? We have a mental note of who... OK, yeah, he's still got through. Yeah, because they're the ones that... Only I thought they were the ringing. ones you liked. Do you still want to work in radio, Alice? Is this inspiring you? Oh, yeah. OK. All right. Big time. Yeah, you still want to work on a proper show. Uh, Anne in St Albans has emailed him. We'll come to your poem in a minute, Ken. Uh, the ability to procreate is a right that most of us are born with. So she's talking um, there. Actually, having a child and affording to bring it up is a luxury. Having wealth does not make you a good parent any more than being poor makes you a bad one. Well, well, 
There is an argument about that. If you are too poor to have a child and yet you have a child, bad parent. No. If you are too poor to have a child and you have a child, a knowing that you can't provide the basics, I'm not talking Xbox One. A poor person could love their child more than a rich yeah. person. Yeah, and what's it's it going to What's it going to eat can and I, wear? Love, just, love I, pie. Yeah, to I wear just, a love shirt. Can I just throw something into this? Please do. <laughs> I would love a love. Children pie. don't really need a lot. It's the bare, you know. It, it's time more than anything. Oh, don't time. give me the no, time. No, but no. What, what I'm saying to you is, they don't really need a lot. So we're no. not to, like you say, we're not talking Xboxes and stuff. Just bring them up so that they're not a responsibility of anyone else. I mean, but you could get them a PlayStation too because they're quite cheap now. They look a bit dated. He could wear that. I can't work out, Catherine, if you're on my side or not. You should be. I'm fastly going off your side. <laughs> my side is the side of common sense. Come I on. say what everybody's... Yeah, I, I pulled myself up. Do you know what I'd really like to hear right now? Yep. A poem. Where are we going to get a poem from at this time of the show? Mm. That's your cue, Ken. I know where. OK. Where, oh, <laughs> where are we going to get a poem from at this time of the show? Here. Where? There. Where? Here. Where? There. Where? That's in Hertfordshire, isn't it? That's your cue to do it. Oh. In the road. You left it too late, mate. <laughs> we had a great, great phone-in debate on Thursday's show. It came from me. Oh, I'm surprised you remember this one. You're remembering it incorrectly. It's today. The topic. Why did you look at your watch? Because uh, we've got to be out in a minute. And I just wanted to see what the time I was. I know it was today, but again, I was victorious. Normally you wipe those from your memory banks. Uh, is that victory? <sighs> the topic was, have you ever had a creature in your house that didn't belong there, that was no. not invited? No, that wasn't we the put it out there, we got lots of great no. feedback. No. Uh, and then Justin Dealey took it to the streets and he dropped the ball. That's not quite how I remember it, but this is... Ian, it didn't go particularly well. Uh, here's what happened. John, slip end. It's beautiful. How are you today? Slip end. Oh, not too bad. Go Lovely. On. Creatures that have been inside your home that weren't invited. What's that? Creatures. Whatever, flies and so on, so on, so on, so on. It's not going very well, this, is it? Should we leave it here, John? Yeah, please, yeah. Madam, we just want to know about the creatures that have been inside your home that weren't invited. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy at the minute. Thank you. Morning, sir. The creatures that have been inside your home that weren't invited. Ta-da. Sorry, boss. All that right. was as good as it got this morning. OK. So bit that was wordy, mine. bit yeah. wordy, you know. Yeah. yeah. Could always improve, though. Feedback for the future. OK. Well, well, OK. Well, I'm assuming cats went even worse, then. Well, as soon as I mentioned animal invaders, people that, that they stopped what they were doing, their, their faces just lit up, and the stories, they just rolled and rolled. When I mentioned animal invaders, Ian, here's what happened. We had a, a pigeon come in the pet shop, in Slip End Pet Shop, flew round and then sat on the grooming table and looked at the dog and just sat there and then decided to just flow back out again of his own accord. What about the dog? The dog just sat there and looked at him. Amazement. <laughs> and Neil, animal invaders. Yes. What's your story, boss? Um, I love animals, but sometimes... Yeah, we all do. Uh, sometimes uh, nighttime, uh, in summertime, windows are open and cats come in our house. Cats or cat? Cat. So only black one coming at present in our house, right? 
Night time, how can I feel we are sleeping? Right? Sometimes we found eyes are shining. What's that? My kid got scared. Then we found a cat, cat inside the house. So you actually asleep at night and this and this cat decides to come through the window and sleep on your bed? Yeah, yeah. In the... oh, that's scary, isn't it? <laughs> Sometimes we jumped, okay, what was that? Okay, right? And we found a cat. When was the last time he actually came in then? Two weeks ago. Spiders with very fast little legs. How fast are we talking here? Faster than I'd like them to be. Yeah. Connor, animal invaders, your eyes have lit up with this one. You had a fox in your home. What on earth happened? I was about to get into bed and then I heard a scratch on the door downstairs. So I went downstairs and opened the door and there was a fox. So I, I got some food, fed the fox and then it went away. So the fox actually came into your home? Yes, for uh, about a minute. Are you sure this was a fox and not a cat? Yes, I was sure. And this fox was friendly? Surprisingly, yes. I, mean, I don't get it because whenever I see a fox, you get about 50 yards away from them and they run away. You're telling me a fox was knocking at your door... And he came in, he accepted the food, and then left. Yep, that's what happened. Yep. It didn't attack me at first, so I thought it'd be OK, so I grabbed some food and fed it. What did you feed it? I, get, I gave it a couple of biscuits. You should have gone out to get a kernel for him, shouldn't you? <laughs> Probably, yeah. There you go. What are you saying... That all you had to say was animal invaders, and straight away there was no their, their faces lit up. All right, there was, was no ex, there was no explanation off mic. You didn't say animal invaders. What I mean by that is creatures no, that have been in no, your home no, that didn't no. belong there. You, you are more than willing to, to to go through my tapes this morning, Ian. I could have been here for the next what thirty minutes eating up into the JBS phone in with this because people were just going crazy for it, going nuts for it. Ian, we could talk about this off air if you like, because I think we just generally need to sharpen up your phone ins. He just didn't really hit the spot. You know, my, my, my initial feeling was it was a bit wordy. And when I explained what was going on, it was like, what? what, what who? They just didn't get it. We could definitely get more great stories. It's got to sharpen up If we up just sharpen it up. Just I sharpen think, it up. you know, the fox story was great. And yeah. that's the golden call. We should have said, pest with pastries, call me now. You're finding this, you're finding this amusing, you're amusing yourself, but you can't. You have a good laugh, are you? Are you? I, I, to be honest, I'm on the verge of tears because I'm so frustrated. I keep telling you how to do this and you won't listen. Good morning, Ian. Shelley, what would you like to say? I am so angry with you. Thank you. I really am. How dare you say that women over 70 are unstable? What right have you got to say that? Can I... I'm assuming you're over 70. No, I'm not. I'll be 70 this year. OK. Can I say women who are 69 don't listen properly? Could I say that? No, you can't. Ah. I think that's downright rude. OK. What, what... OK. Can I say women who are 69 called Shirley and Milton Keynes don't listen properly? I do listen. Properly? Yes, I do. So I, what, was, what, I was sitting at the table having my breakfast listening to you. What are you having for breakfast? And what, and porridge, I had. Oh, lovely. And what you said was just... It just made me tell, so cross. Shirley, tell, tell me what I said. Well, you were saying that women are, are 70 and over are not stable. OK. And in what context was I saying that? Well, you, you were talking about voting. Yeah, OK. Shall I make you love me again? Well, you can try, but I, I don't know whether it'll work. It will work if you listen. I wasn't saying those were my thoughts. I was reading out a message from someone called Scott Balcony. Right. I was reading his. Scott Balcony has messaged me saying, throw this into the mix. Men can vote up to 80, but women can only vote up to 70 
because they're less emotionally stable. So I wasn't... I, I was saying it, but only in the context of reading somebody else's words. Well, I think he needs to be flipping whatever. He needs to be flipping whatever, doesn't he? Yes, he certainly does. And I... And Shirley, I agree with him. Uh, no, I agree with you. That's it. Hang on. I agree... <laughs> I agree <laughs> oh, nearly. I agree with you. So, so, are we still friends? OK, well, then I'll apologise. Go on, then. I'm sorry. Would you like to uh, get in my car later on? We'll drive round the streets until we find this Scott balcony and we'll no. flip him whatever him. No. You no. don't want to? No. Do you want to go no. out for a McDonald's? No, I don't. Little no. dance? No. no. Share no. a bowl of porridge with me? No, no. Do, do, you have it, do you have it salty or sweet? Sweet. Yeah. I never got. I never got the, why the, the Scotch have it salty. No, no. It's a I. weird thing, isn't it? Salty mm. porridge. It, ugh, horrible, disgusting. Shirley, I appreciate your call. Okay. Take care. Ta ta. There we go. That was that uh, bomb neatly diffused. <laughs> Thanks for listening. That's it. That's your lot. That lady's Catherine Boyle. Yeah. That one's Kelly Betts. That one is Ian Lee. I'm not a lady. Ladies, you are a bit. I sh- no, I'm not. Your shoes say otherwise. They did a Pope check on me. You heard about the Pope chair? Yeah. Yeah. They did a Pope chair check. <laughs> yeah, the Pope chair check. The, there's, there's, the underneath. That's the fella, if you're lucky. Fuller? <laughs> Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks, on FM, AM, digital radio, and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. 